My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the geekiest show alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. You're on issue 14. What? With your regular host, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark. So, Mark, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Have you uh, had a good time? Um, Everything been pretty Nothing particularly spectacular, no. Um, no sorry, I've been a bit boring. Spectacular. Well, there's been a lot of spectacular, amazing stuff in the news. Honestly, mate, this show is literally like my dream. We're talking about Spider-Man, Titans, and oh, just, if, if we could throw in some boost of gold, I think it'd be the perfect week. So, but we've got Avatar instead. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's just kick it off straight away. Let's go to the news because I'm super hyped, and we we'll, we all sort of know why. So, you know with the sounds of J. Jonas Jameson, it's time for the news. And you know what? We got a bit more than photos of Spider-Man. We got a load of photos and two trailers of Spider-Man this we week. Did. We're going to start it off, start the hype going. We had a Far From Home trailer. I'm so excited. I'm hyped. But I'm going to let Mark start off. Um, I, I, I'm not sure about the Europe thing. It oh, seems a bit yeah. of a cliche. American goes to Europe and has a amazing holiday with the uh, with the European people. No, uh, no, it does look fun, but uh, yeah, uh, are they going to do Europe well? Will if they go to London, will it be a stereotype? I if they go to, I, I, I'm just a little bit concerned of Americans doing Europe. That's all. Wow, that sounded very. Uh non-peace not, non, uh, no, not safe for Amer- American, no. American stuff get, yeah but you have to remember often gets it's Europe like, wrong it's and I'm di- European it's Disney they go to Europe all the time like they mm. film all the time in the UK and stuff like that and he's far from home yes I know did you get it because he was in a uh, yeah, well, and I, stuff like that and I mean the title's not great let's be honest but well I thought it was going to be a reference no, to but, him being in space not but, no, Venice it's, it's kind of cool that he's he's going all over Europe and he's just like ah oh, nice little field trip and he's you know he's taking he's going away from his friendly neighbourhood so he's like oh I don't really need to be Spider-Man yeah, um, but also, then he finds out concept, that he does need to be Spider-Man, and it's like, oh, damn. It's interesting, because we've not had any any reference to any superheroes in the MCU, really, that is outside of Europe. We, we haven't got a Captain Britain there yet. We mm. haven't got any kind of, like, French superhero, or it, and that's always been a problem in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so. it's, all, it's all focused around in New York, and he is a New York hero, but it's interesting that we're going mm. out of there. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, right. You sort of put a fizzle on my hype, so I'm going to go on my hype. So, I really liked... I'm going to run through the trailer just because in my head, that way I won't miss anything out. I really liked the Hogan and Aunt May stuff. Yes, yes, yes. I was like... Oh no! <laughs> just Peter's just looking, going, "Wait, what's happening here?" And it's like, 
I mean, it's gone from Tony to Hogan, so Tony's actually married, so, you know, this could actually happen, and <laughs> a romance between them two would be funny. But the romance I'm really hyped about is the MJ stuff, which was super cute. I was yeah. like, ah, yeah. And he was like, oh, you look really pretty. He's like, oh, do I have value now? Like, she's got the sass. And I'm, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's some gentle humour in it yeah, as well, exactly. where she's so much better at it all than, than 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 he is you know yeah exactly and i sort of i'm getting more and more okay with the fact that they're calling her mj but she's not mary jane she's michelle jones she's oh. not michelle jones park uh, michelle jones watson well she definitely won't be park yet jesus they're only like 15 or whatever i think she's uh, probably 16 by now yeah, yeah. but like that that's the one thing that hurts me from homecoming was like they said oh but my friends call me mj and it's like <laughs> MJ is not her full name though. Her name is not Mary Jane. She has a last name. Mary Jane is the first name, and it's like. And then in my head, I was like, oh, because there's this character, Spider-Man Falls for called Michelle Gonzalez, and I was like, oh, she's just Michelle Gonzalez, but they changed Gonzalez to Jones. And in my head, I was pointing at that. And then I was like, nah, she's MJ. She's like, she's getting the MJ vibes and stuff like that. And Doesn't I'm, need so, to be perfect to the comics. No, but just get the name right. Like, I love the character, she, and she's a perfect representation <laughs> of Mary Jane Watson. But she's not Mary Jane Watson. She's Miss Michelle Jones. No Watson. A rose by any other name would still smell sweet, Fraser. <laughs> Agree to disagree. The um, Nick Fury. As much as I was like, it's Nick Fury. I do feel like it's a spoiler friend game. I don't think we're gonna. I, I think it's almost confirmed that Tony is gone, and obviously, well, yeah, and they, obviously Nick Fury's going to come back from being. Well, no, this is so. This is a speculation that um, arises. Um, I was going to mention this actually later on, but now I can tick it off my little list. Um, on, there man. is no Tony. Um, it could just be a thing of like, yeah, we don't. Ri- this isn't Iron Man's story anymore. It's like he's getting a new mentor or something mm-hmm. like that. It could be Tony's giving it up. He's got a baby or whatever. But there's some speculation like if it's after Endgame, um, which Amy Pascal said it is, but you can trust her about as much as you can trust something untrustworthy. Tony. Scorpions. Scorpions, there you go. She's about as trustworthy as a scorpion. The, the, the animal, not the band. I don't know the band personally. Yeah, or the Spider-Man supervillain. He's quite untrustworthy. Yeah, he's pretty untrustworthy. Won't really go with him. But basically the rumours are <laughs> that either this is... Ha- this, there's one that's like this is happening in the Soul Stone. Um, there's, uh, okay. There's one that's... Um, that with the time travel end element in Endgame, they either stop the snapping from happening. The what? The snapping. Snapping. It's like this. It's oh called my. the Snapture. There's there's loads of different names for it, but I like the snapping. It's pretty funny. Um, but the <laughs> rumors for Endgame is that they either stop that so everyone's living their normal life, or that they manage to bring everyone back. But I feel like everyone in this trailer is living life a bit too normal. If they did, it is quite normal. You know, if they realise that they've been snapped, so mm. it leads more to that maybe um, in Endgame they just stop the snap from happening. Which you know, it's still there's no there's just again speculation for Endgame. You could say maybe spoilers. But also, I kind of want this. This is my running theory, and it could be, could not be true that this happens just before Infinity War, and then they get back on the busway, and it's like, oh, Ned, do a distraction. Or and it could be a massive troll, and and Iron Man's in it. He just wasn't put in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there is that as well, and you can literally just be on speed dial, like, yo, sup, bird? Uh, or, like, Hogan can say something about um, Tony and stuff like that. There is a big check... 
that uh, Ford that says like Pepper Potts is now in charge of uh, Stark Industries I think okay. but again that could just be she, he just passed it on to her one thing that was super cool so in his little suitcase he decides not to pack the Spider-Man suit and yeah there was two trailers but the only big difference was that there was one way he went into customs opened up his suitcase and his spider suit was there and he was like uh and like oh you can't have that on board and he's like what and it was just like a banana or something which was pretty funny but I, don't, I think that's the one I didn't see I only watched one but, trailer yeah yeah most people saw the other one I think and that's the one where that had the most interesting stuff in and they were very similar to the other two trailers don't like threaten and go out and say I have to see both it's not that much of a big deal but the suitcase is Uncle Ben's suitcase which is really uh, really cool okay that is cool um, yeah which was dope uh, and another little cool easter egg was so on his passport they haven't put a year right Sony have learnt their lesson because they messed up the MCU timeline when they put eight years later in uh, Homecoming so they haven't put a date of birth on um, for him yet they haven't put a year on but the date is, I believe, the 10th of August, which is the day Amazing Fantasy 15 came out in oh, Okay, that's a so nice little cheeky reference. Like, yeah, hey. I like that. Now, villains-wise, everyone's like, oh, Mysterion's going to be the... Like, yeah, I mean, he could still be the villain. It could be like a little deception there. But we've got Elementals, and apparently it's mm. Elementals in different European cities. So it's like what the Hydro Man, and you know. Yeah, what I thought it was Hydro what, Man. Yeah, what did you think of the Elementals? Is like it looks the, good, but I tell you what, Mysterio, I'm hyped. Oh my goodness, he looks yeah, ace, yeah. and I, I was pleased to see Hydro Man because I, I wasn't expecting him. Yeah. But they've gone oh for, my goodness, they've gone for unconventional villains. I think for it, um, for these films, in my opinion, anyway, like Vulture, like yeah, he's a big mark. Um, villain but like for the mainstream it's sort of like oh okay and then with it, the elementals it's like a bit bizarre but then yeah they went all out on Mysterio and he looks dope Jake Gyllenhaal yeah he, he does up. he looks very much like I know they said when they looked it was like oh it's like foreign Iron Man or whatever but he actually looked more like Doctor Strange especially with his magic so. and stuff like yeah. that it looked really cool and there was that very brief we, shot of the helmet and then we as saw well. his fishbowl oh, and yeah. I was like yes he's got the fishbowl he's gotta have this. the fishbowl this is awesome. And it didn't look hokey, which no, it really exactly. could have done. Well, that's the thing. Exciting. We, we said it a couple of weeks ago. Mysterio's either in the comics is really either hokey and like, ho- like sometimes I'll do actual magic. Sometimes I'll do like, oh, Hollywood misdirects and stuff. He's either really hokey or really badass. And this feels more on the badass kind of I'll side. I'll be interested to see how he's, what his powers are. Is he like Doctor sorcerer, Strange? Is he yeah, a sorcerer yeah. or is he something else or is does he a combination like, of that and like, something else? Does, or, see, oh. does seem like a sorcerer and they mentioned in the Doctor Strange film that there's a load of sorcerers about so it could you know I wouldn't be surprised and you know Baron Mordo's like too many dumb sorcerers and all that you know so it's interesting isn't it, it could be one of them too many too many of him it's or we gotta exciting. see I, I was <laughs> oh speaking of actually we'll go on to that point because it segues a bit more the um, when they talk, all the school kids like Peter's classmates are all talking and stuff like that, and it reveals that Flash is a super fanboy of Spidey, and I yeah. really love that because that's the, my, one of my favorite things in the comics is Flash absolutely loves Spider Man, but is always bullying yep. Peter, and they did it pe- perfect in this yeah. trailer. It's like yeah, he Spider-Man, used a very rude word. Spider-Man's for a PG aw- film. yeah, Spider Man's awesome, and then uh, <laughs> and then Peter's just looking at him and goes, "What's up?" and then says a rude yeah, word, yeah, and you're just like, "Oh, that's the." Perfect and it's a great way to end it as well mm. um, I'm really liking the high school dynamic in, yeah. the, um, in these films I, I, I think I want Spider-Man to be a bit more light hearted after Endgame because Endgame is going to like oh, just yeah. oh my whole my, my everything is going to end and yeah, I'm just going to sit there and melt in the cinema that's the, yeah 
Avengers films and all those like big MCU films, I feel like that's when he's big boy Spider Man like stepping up big responsibility and these are like the fun more lighthearted like we were talking about last week with in the comics we'll see these will be yeah. the amazing Spider-Man and then the film's more like friendly neighbourhood um, and also we got to see speaking of suits he decided not to pack one but he got two extra ones which were dope mm. the little like it got wings he was like doing that and I was like this is epic nice little white logo on the back reminded me of the PS4 suit and then the stealth suit as well I was like mm, it's dope yeah uh my cynicism about Americans doing Europe badly aside, it's a great trailer and I'm very excited for they're the film. They're just going to be on a tour. They're not going to be like, there's not going to be some offensive person from London going, oh, hello. We'll see. You've come to meet the Queen, have you? Or something like we'll that. We'll see. And also, you have to remember, Tom Holland's from London, so I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, yeah, frame of reference, we don't speak like Fingy from Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan. Awful that, <laughs> awful. I've got to pay a British person. So my uh, goodness, I actually watched me. that. I watched that at a summer camp, and it was hilarious because obviously they go into the summer camp, and we point. Some of the British staff went to the uh, American kids. It's like that is what you sound like when you try and do an impression of us, and they. Some of them went, "We're so sorry." There we go. Yes, there you go. In it. Now speaking of uh, other tra- Marvel trailers, there was a Punisher season two trailer. Speaking of. Mar- uh, Spider-Man villains that turn heroes like Mysterio did I'm getting all the segues in here mate good, I don't know good. if you've noticed yeah so Punisher season 2 what did you think of it mate The I've, I've said it before that the Punisher is I, I loved it and I, I love oh what's his name the guy who plays him uh, oh John Berthold John Berthold I love him as the Punisher he is just so perfect he his voice just everything about him is brilliant as the Punisher and he is again it just looks fantastic gritty dark and unafraid of blood and guts I I just damn it looks wonderful and it's stylized. I love the outfit Uh, and I almost the only thing that I was like "Uh," I winced at the humour at the end and that's like, <laughs> do I really need my Punisher to be 100% dark? Or can they put like 1% lol? Yeah. But that, I was like, it almost felt wrong that there was even just a tiny moment of lol in like, the horrible, <laughs> horrible world that is the, the Punisher mean. on Netflix. <laughs> Loved it. Excited. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh no, I was super hyped for it. Again, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not my season two pitch where it's just hit Frank Castle going into the offices of Netflix and going, return the other shows. But I did, yeah, I really enjoyed it. The one thing that got me, like literally everything you said, feelings mutual, mate. It was, mm. it was epic. And it was like, again, the dark, gritty stuff we got in season one. Only thing that disappointed me slightly, and a lot of people have hearkened onto this, and the actor himself was sort of... Um, gone on record and started and talked back about it was I thought Jigsaw was less messed up in the face I feel like he just had a little bit of a scar you know like in mm. it felt like a Kylo Ren situation where he had a lightsaber to his face but he got a little scar like this guy the whole big thing at the last episode of the season was like he's getting his head ripped on they make such a thing mm, about being true. such a pretty boy, boy he's just got a few scars I'm like mate no you were like torn to pieces he's still kind of pretty as well exactly like and I was like and then he started wearing a mask I was like oh, it's alright but he was yeah he was I saying didn't think stuff. about that but you, he, you're right yeah he was saying stuff like oh well cosmetic surgery now is much better than it would have been in the comics and being comic accurate 
being accurate to life is more important than accurate to comic. And I was like, shut up, mate. Just no, no, just I, mess I, your I, face up more. I'm kind of with that, actually. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that got me because that was my hype. Was like at the end, I was like, oh, I really want to see Jigsaw now, like messed up face. And I think yeah. they'd be criticised either way. They'd either be saying it's not realistic because it's because there's cosmetic surgery out there or oh he's supposed to have a worse face it was a no win situation it yeah, was but I'd rather go for the comic thing really you see I'm not sure no, I would that, that's the, particularly oh, with this series I'm yeah. not sure I no, would no 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 it doesn't have to be like super comic but just like more than like two or three scars that I actually mm. have or even just have him wearing masks the whole time and then at the end you do one big reveal where he because the one big reveal at the end can either be it's all in his head and it's a Doctor Tomb situation where he's got a little scar but he's like or like um, mm-hmm. Phantom of the Opera if you're a classic person and he's like oh no it's all in my head oh no I'm so hideous and it's literally just a few scars which would be epic or if he does reveal it it's a horrible thing mm-hmm. like yeah if he just True. had a mask going for the full thing but yeah I think we're both pretty hyped and it, yeah yeah no I'm, da- I'm down for it now speaking of Netflix Netflix UK we finally got uh, Titans and that was dark Mate. It was as dark as uh, the Netflix. I, but, in my opinion, it felt like they went for the Netflix Marvel vibes. And that's stuff, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Here's the thing, right? I was like, ugh, DC, ugh, Titans. And I watched the first one to humor you, yeah. and because I present this show, I watched the second one because the first one wasn't half bad. And then I binged the watching. next nine <laughs> episodes. I've got, I've only got two episodes left. It's been up like a couple of days, yeah. and. I have been blown away. Absolutely yeah. blown. I'm genuinely... DC got something right. I can stand here, but yeah. sit here, on record and say, I think DC got something right. And how often do you yeah. get me saying that? Oh, mate. No, I've seen... I'm always on the DC hype train. I feel like they do, they do do a lot of stuff quite well, and it always hurts me when, they, when we get stuff like Suicide Squad. I'm like, oh, please, it hurts. Like, I was... I thought Justice League was alright didn't mind it could have been a bit longer but this oh my so we say it's got this dark vibes and stuff like that and I'm used to t- like I've grew up with Titans like I watched the Teen Titans TV show growing up swear yeah. words Fraser I know they said like, rude words the, the a first lot time, of swear words the first words. time they swore I was like oh oh hello oh. And because even the Marvel shows don't really. You know, I had to get used to that dark tone because I was so used to like the Starfire and the Robin I've seen uh, like growing up and in mm. this team, and then Dick Grayson's being Whereas very, just, very violent. And yeah. I was like, at first, I was like, oh man, no, this isn't Dick Grayson. This he's, is more. This is more Jason Todd with the violence. He's mentally but, scarred. Yeah, but it's great. I loved because the first couple of episodes I really wasn't digging it, and I wasn't digging stuff. Really? Yeah, because I, I just wasn't di- digging the portrayal of um, Dick Grayson because I like he's always been the cool-headed person, and it, I liked the story they were doing with him. That was like, yeah, he is this cool-headed person, but Batman has turned him into this, mm. and he's realised that he's done this, but it, he can't escape it. And I was like, so the more and more that I kept watching because I wanted to like it. And then me wanting to like it made me like it. Now, this is interesting because I went in with a more fresher yeah, outlook exactly. and that that didn't bother me at all. Yeah. It made perfect, s- perfect sense Starf- that he was yeah. scarred because he'd been robbing for so long. Yeah. And he tried to get away get away from all that by becoming a police officer. Yeah. And he couldn't because I, he was yeah. genuinely, genuinely messed up in the head. I love the stuff as Brilliant. well when he, they were talking about, oh, yeah, there was something wrong with his partner. And it was like, ah, that's Batman! Way! Mm. And then it was like, way... But then, yeah, they go full on for the Batman and Super 
and the whole Justice League um, with Wonder Woman like yeah. Donna Troy and stuff like that yeah. was really cool the one thing that really turned me was uh, the episode with Jason Todd um, I really like that on the Dick Grayson portrayal because like they did show that Jason Todd is way more Jason Todd than the, Dick Grayson was so I was like the okay, two Robins world, are brilliant in um, this world yeah Dick's a bit scarred but Jason's way more foregone the, the two, he, like, the two Robin stuff officers. yeah the two Robin stuff was brilliant yeah. the it, it, it's the fact that whoever you are being Robin will will mess you will up. mess you and yeah I really really liked it yeah I've been portraying Batman as a villain in this I'm really excited because I'm on the last episode where Batman is the big big bad I think I'm one behind you I've I've just finished the episode where there was a cliffhanger with a starfire and then there was a complete episode on Hawk and Dove yeah so I've just watched the Hawk and Dove episode I've got two left oh the Hawk and Dove stuff was I love the Hawk and Dove stuff yeah like real kind of like I'd heard of Hawk and Dove yeah and I like how they're just they don't really have any superpowers they're just people who put on a suit exactly, and, just and, and fight and because like they believe it's the right thing to do yeah, yeah and that's kind of like real ground level superhero stuff, stuff. Yeah. and compared to someone like Starfire who's got all of the power well that's the unless thing. it's yeah. dark that's the, yeah unless it's dark the thing with, with Starfire as well I couldn't get be- at first I couldn't get behind the because I couldn't I didn't get the vibe that she was an alien I was like, because, uh, and it, Starfire, again, in the Teen well, Titans. Surely the, if you were... In the uh, Titans books and in Teen Titans TV show, she was all like, happy-go-lucky. She was like, she had a whole episode where everyone was moody. It was like, it's International Friendship Day. So I was like, okay. Ugh. But then I got more and more, the, again, the more and more I watched, I got into this, like, sassy, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to mess stuff up. Like, she, she reminded me of Jessica Jones, if we're relating it to Netflix Marvel in that sort of way. And then when she started unleashing her powers, that's when I was like, okay, I'm getting behind it. And the more we got to learn, like, because she can't remember her memories or her past life, the more and more she got to remember that, the more and more I dug that. So I think it was... Surely it, the point, though, is... a burner for me. For, for me, I didn't know she was an alien. Because I've not read that much Titans. Well, yeah. And for me, the reveal of the fact that she's an alien was cool. And surely the whole point is that you're supposed to think she's human until otherwise, right? And yeah. I, I like that. I think that, that works yeah. for me. It's different perspectives, different people coming yeah, in yeah. from different angles. And they've got to please everybody in some way. Yeah, partly. And I uh, did like Beast Boy as well. Yeah, She was green a bit more. But uh, the one thing that hurts me, Raven was... Uh, no, we'll talk about Raven later. The one thing that hurt me about all these is it was very obvious that the hair was, like, dyed. Like, I get the whole thing it was supposed to... Like, it, the story is that it turns that way. But if you're going to do that, do the roots, man. Literally, there were some times where they were all the the hair colour, they, they've got to be or whatever. Like, Beast Boy was green, Raven was purple, and Starfire was, like, that ready type thing. But then there was moments where you could see the black hair coming out, and I was like, who's your hairdresser here? Isn't that normal? Isn't it supposed to make it look a little bit more realistic because people's roots grow out? No, but the thing is that they're... If you're on a road no, trip... No, 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 but their powers have turned their... Cl- they, they they don't dye their hair. They don't, Beast Boy don't go, well, I turn green when I'm an animal, so I might as well dye my hair green. The, the oh. thing is that transition's supposed to turn his hair. He's supposed to be oh, okay. naturally green. She's I supposed didn't get to that. Be, she's supposed to be... That's what I'm saying. She's supposed to be naturally purple. Well, to be fair, the, she, Raven less so because... In the in the well, to be fair, in the comics, most times she's got the hood, but in the show as well, in the Teen Titans show, she does have black and purple. So I was less hurt with that, but yeah, there's just the roots on Beast Boy. Sometimes I was like, come on, man. I did like the interpretation of Beast Boy, and I liked that we got to meet Doom Patrol through that. Doom yeah. Patrol was a real 
Looking forward a, to doing patrol when that was a real turning point out. for me. I was like, yeah, this is class. And Brendan Fraser as well. I was like, oh, hey. I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm like super down for that and can't wait for their series. And yeah, very. It was a so. great little introduction into it because it was just a small thing. We mm. got to see Beast Boy, and then we got to see Beast Boy taken away from that, so it was natural. It didn't feel forced. It was epic. Mm. And looking uh, yeah, forward to that as well. I feel like the the big thing is like the story of Raven and sort of like everyone being after her Raven's character some dialogue aside it was a bit um, I thought it was uh, enjoyable like her journey to discover who she is as a hero and the thing was everyone had their own sort of journey and everyone had their own story and they all sort of complimented one another mm. in the whole thing like it wasn't too distracting one like okay this is a Starfire episode this is a fit this is a Robin episode yeah they this all is a Hawk and Dove episode what yeah this also all worked together and the one thing that's great about Titans is in my opinion is they all offer a different type of story mm. like Starfire offers an alien type story Robin like a Batman detective story Raven is like a dark um, mystical sort of like demon type story yeah. Beast Boy's got you know, he's a mutant. Mutant, basically. But they all offer, like, if you read them in the comics, watch them on TV, what are oh, they're talking about a film? I would look like seeing this in a small, like, smaller budget. If they had the bigger budget to make Beast Boy Green all the time and mm. get Starfire and Raven all these mythical powers and a dope Nightwing suit, I'd be so down with that. But, it's interesting. Yeah, they it? managed to, like, that's what I mean. Like, there's a story, that, which is why I love the Titans, because there's just, like, each story is different and you get it all in just one book or one series you don't this, have to this, this got me I, I, I didn't think it would I thought it was gonna I, I thought it was gonna come in and give you a hard time but it was it got me yeah, boy. it got me good yeah boy good. now the news is basically done but we just wanted to mention one last thing and it's literally just the recognition of how cool it was so on the Simpsons this week there was a cool little couch gag <laughs> Involving Thanos, so they had the music from Infinity War. Thanos comes, uh, the Simpsons do their regular thing, go onto the sofa, puts the ring in, does the snap. They all fade to dust apart from Maggie. I, I was like, oh no! <laughs> it was just, and then Maggie didn't give a monkeys and just sat no. next to Thanos. And then that's so dark. <laughs> and then Thanos just like got a binky out of his glove and gave it to. Her. I was like, that was brilliant. The Russo's brother shared it as well, and it's just it's good. Just, it's so cool. It's M- just so Maggie's nonchalance. <laughs> That, that's nearly as heartbreaking as Rocket's grief. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that's the news uh, for this week. We're interested to hear your guys' opinions as well. Um, we've got a Facebook group. We've got a Twitter. There's many ways to reach us on YouTube. There's comments below. Let us know what you think. What did you think of the trailers we saw? What, what did you think of Titans? Where are you up to? Are you? <laughs> did you watch it not so legally and you've already seen it all? Or are you a super binger? Or are you a bit of a slow burner binger and you've only watched the first couple of episodes? Not sure what to do with it. Might carry it on, might not. I'd say carry it on, even if you're not too sure on it. Um, yeah, I would. But yeah, that's the news, guys. Now, you know what it's time for? I do. Well, you don't, actually, because we're going to mix it up this week. What? <gasps> Ooh! It's Traitor. <laughs> Mixing it up. Now, uh, as many of you will know, if you've been listening for about the past two weeks, uh, unfortunately we've not had time for trade-off, which is why this time we've uh, we've jammed it in. We feel a bit bad for Invincible. We said we were going to ha- um, talk about it for two weeks. Uh, and we haven't. We haven't. Uh, so, yeah. This There's is- just been so much good news and so much stuff to talk about that we run out- an hour just doesn't seem like enough. I know. Never and, and be enough. No. So, this is trade-off. Um to basically explain the show. Mark and I 
Smooth. Oh, getting so good at that. You are. Well done. Have Be proud. Ve- have very different tastes when it comes to comic books. I'm sort of family friendly, childlike, Marvel, DC, Archie, IDW. Yeah, yeah. Pretty childish. But Mark's more adult. Not in a not safe for work kind of way. Just sort of like more gritty, more, oh, isn't the world... Quite a, bit... a lot of the books are like aren't safe for work as well. <laughs> isn't the world a bit bad uh, in a way? <laughs> Uh, more image and stuff like that so horror and sci-fi is more my vibe exactly um so basically what trade-off is is we give each other a trade week by week so one week i'll give him a trade more childlike more innocent more sort of like oh come on let's let's all be happy and he'll give me a trade that just makes me reflect on the world and uh feel a bit sad sometimes (laughs) not not gonna lie but one big thing was that Mark used to always insult me saying oh you never read anything adult you never read anything image and my one go to was that I read Invincible so I do technically read it image is, so it is this week, published by image I gave Mark Invincible well <laughs> it was supposed to be two, two weeks, a long uh, while uh, quite a while ago you gave me ago. Invincible but yeah so it's Invincible this week by image um, yeah Robert Kirkman guy who did Walking Dead mm-hmm. what, did you re- what did you think of the book I'll be honest I expected it to be good because it was Robert Kirkman and I like Outcast I like Walking Dead they're both brilliant uh, they're both two favourites of mine that I, I don't I don't um, get the singles but I always buy the uh, the, the, the trade off yes. um, and trade off with Invincible was a pleasant surprise. Oh, I, it was a fun and clever take on superheroes. It was, it was very postmodern, and I, I liked that. Yeah, yeah. There's I liked a lot, how his parody dad, with it. Yeah, it was gentle parody, not too. Yeah, in your face. With yeah, it, and so. I, I loved how his dad was blasé, like yeah. not jaded, but it, it's almost like. He's settled in his job. You know, like when you've had a job for a few years yeah, and you're yeah. good, you're, you're good, good at, at it, it. You and you don't you love it anymore, but you don't hate it. You're just settled in your job. You've got it. It pays the bills. <laughs> it's sort. It, it, it's your you life. You're it. settled, yeah. and it's everything is good. His dad's like that. And that, what a what Dad a life. Fu- yeah, what a fun take that is. And it, it, it makes being a superhero like being. Yeah, just a, a regular job. Or yeah, a, yeah, it's just a regular. Or, or working and it, in Tesco, and or... it runs in the family. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like he's going into the family business. Uh, the amount <laughs> of teachers I know that have uh, that, that their kids have become teachers. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's hilarious. It? It's, it's, it's a. It's a nice nod to modern life. And there was nods to, like, cool um, names as well, like Gray- Grayson, obviously, with Dick Grayson, which is yeah. always, which is why I sort of, like, that was my gateway into Invincible was, um, obviously, because the art is very similar to Spider-Man and stuff like that. It is. So I went Spider-Man, uh, Dick Grayson, and then, like, my first image thing was Invincible, obviously, because mm-hmm. the art is very similar to the two. But it does, it, it introduces people who were used to reading combos into the image of grit and stuff like that, because... I don't know if yeah. you one so much, but the more and more you read, it does get very more gritty in the stuff you see there, which is very graphic and not what uh, you usually okay. see in the superhero stuff. Not so it, much in volume I it, one. Though. I think it might be in volume. It's either volume one or volume two. They do a lot. They do. They parody the Justice League, which is very funny. <laughs> they all just there. Uh, it don't. It didn't go too well for them. They're literally like, "Oh, I'm this all powerful," and they talk about. And uh, there's literally like a guy from Mars and stuff like that. And yeah, they get pretty done in pretty quickly and stuff. The, the the parody is clever. It's not so. Look at this. Look at it. this. Is clear. It's like, not yeah. so parodical. Is yeah, that it's, the not, word? it's not it's like not Captain s- USA. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's 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 done really well, and it's done 
with, with, with real feeling that it establishes the characters. I love his mum. Yeah. Like I say, I love his dad. It, it, it's done... There is gentle parody in there, but I like how you do genuinely get invested in the characters as well. They're all interesting and like i said his mum's brilliant his yeah. mum's brilliant and uh, I, I, it it made me smile a lot it um i don't know the fact that you say it gets darker kind of disappoints me a little bit no not darker as in like you what you expect it's just like it's still like the whimsical stories and stuff like that it's just the fights and stuff like that are more not darker but more gritty and stuff like than you'd expect in a regular comic you know when you like a comic so like a hero a hero's down and like you don't really see much like in this you see their physical like tolls it takes on you know and being a superhero and getting beat right. up quite a bit it's more like like scott pilgrim and stuff like that and those sort of things where it's like uh kick-ass where, the, where they'll show um yeah they'll show more damage than actual it's less yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like oh my goodness the world's terrible why am i even a super like it's yeah it's more that way not too big but yeah oh mate no i'm glad you like it like yeah like i say for the longest time this was my uh image sort of like go-to and it's like oh yeah read image i read invincible image cheat yeah and now it's like it's over and when it ended i was like what's the reason for it ending was it just at the story they they did 20 they did 24 trades it's 144 issues i read yeah it's yeah literally it's just the story like Robert Kirkman was like yeah I mean I'm done <laughs> no, fair enough I think that's the thing with Image as well like their their stories actually end whereas like Marvel's just keep going DC's mm. they reboot their universe mm. like Image is just like no I'm just done got another project that I'm doing it's probably like oh I should probably do more Walking Dead shouldn't I because yeah. uh, the TV shows TV shows <laughs> caught up he's probably like writing some Invincible and then realise oh my goodness where are they at uh Sorry, Invincible. Like, yeah. I need to write some ideas down. Um. Have you watched the motion comic? I know there's a motion comic. No, no. I, 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 do you know, I like motion comics. I wasn't sure about it, but then I watched the uh, Spider-Woman one. It was oh, on Netflix yeah, was a while good. ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was exceptional. Yeah. So the, uh, I, I, w- I would be interested in the motion comic of this as well. The Watchmen one's pretty cool as well. Mm. Motion comics. I've yeah, not yeah. seen that. Yeah, I remember like... Um, <laughs> my mate had my mate had Watchmen, and so I'd read, I read that, and then whenever he was, whenever he, like he didn't realise I was reading it, and then whenever he wasn't reading it, I'd just watch the finger coming and pretend that's why I knew so much what was going okay. on. But but that's the thing about a motion comic is it's it is just the comic, but a bit movie. On yeah, screen, yeah, it's so nice. like an in between uh, so adaptation be, of it. Yeah, and yeah. I love that. I I I I would like to 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 read watch yeah, the motion the, comic of invincible there i was, think that'd be fun there was talks about invincible uh getting a movie and stuff like that which i'd be really down for like a tv series i'd be really into that i remember ages ago this is another reason why i got um into invincible was uh drake bell from drake and josh fame he voiced um he also voiced that uh, to bring back to comics he voices the ultimate spider-man or did anyway mm-hmm. and he was talking about one hero he really wanted to be was invincible and i was like oh, who's this invincible i mean if drake bell's talking about it, and he's sort of like spider-man i should check this out and then i looked and i was like uh, okay and then here you go 24 volumes later and i'm like recommending it have you got so- all of the volumes uh yeah Good grief! That's yeah. a collection, mate. It is. It's a big. It's a I big might borrow them one at a time. I yeah, don't want yeah, twenty four in uh, one. A bit, a bit safer, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd save yourself, <laughs> which is really weird because uh, sometimes with these trade offs, it's interesting, especially when it's a long series. And and we're, when we talk about Ultimate Spider Man, we're going to be like this um, because I forget what's in each volume, and I don't, like I don't want to say too many spoilers. And like 
the first trade is always sort of a good introduction, but then more happens afterwards, and the more that happens afterwards is sort of like the idea that stays in your head. Like the first trade always sets the tone, and then afterwards it's like that's when the big impactful things happen. So with Invincible yeah. and Ultimate Spider-Man, I'm thinking of these big impactful fair. things. Then I'm like, I don't know if that's in the first volume though, so I won't talk about that to Mark yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, glad we had time to talk about Invincible then. I really enjoyed it. Um, Definitely recommend it if you guys want to check it out. Uh, We've got a cool little Amazon affiliated link now. So if you get it, yeah, if you get it, you get on Amazon, we get a bit of a kickback. It's just a cool way of supporting the show by doing nothing at all, literally just buying the trade like you would. Brilliant. Um, So we'll get that below. well, whenever, wherever you find this, if you find this on our Mixcloud, if you find it on our Tumblr, Facebook, wherever, YouTube. Have we got a we'll Tumblr? We do have a Tumblr. Good mm. grief. It's literally just to put all the stuff there. It's literally just to put the episodes and YouTubes on. It's just another market. It's not like okay. a... Okay. I'm not, I'm not turning into a Tumblr girl on you, don't you, don't you worry. Please don't. Inspirational quotes of the day. Should, should that's, we how, that's how we're going to start every show. It's just me with inspirational quotes. But that's it. That's trade off. Hope you enjoyed it. Definitely check out the trade. Draw trades if you want to go all, all 24, 24 straight away. Just like, yep, yeah, this is how I'm going into it. I'm going all all in on this. But yeah, definitely recommend the first one. And then if you like it, there are 23 more for you to go to. <laughs> now, I know what you guys are all thinking. You're all waiting for it. Oh, Fraser's going to mess up the ad again. Wow. I did a little bit of uh, self... I was going to say self-healing then. Oh, I was trying to save myself this week by um, editing together a nice little intro for Port or Pass. So you don't squeak. Yeah. And just so I don't miss where I actually want to be. And I finally edited it together and I really don't like the sound of it. I'll play it next week. I'll bring it next week. But I'm just... (laughs) Mate, this theme is proper having me on. I I was trying to look as well for other stuff. Like I was looking for, you know, the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Like if she says, oh, welcome to my store or something like... So it's like, oh, yeah, we're going into a comic book store. Or like, welcome to... Might do like, um, you know, Willy Wonka. Welcome to a pure imagination. We might have that as the theme. Really? But I'll play... I'll play this Batman Paul Pass theme because I worked on it. I made it. And you guys can all see me suffer. Do you squeak? Through it all. No, it's just... it's. Oh, no, it's one from. Do a co- you use it, your manly it's voice, one from Fraser. a couple of weeks ago where I random <laughs> I randomly say halfway through the show I just randomly go pull or pass and then I use them and then put the regular theme in. But you forgot to bring it, didn't you? But no, uh, no, I just wasn't that happy with it, so I didn't want to bring. Oh, it. So you chose not to bring chose it because that's, that's all we'll say. <laughs> that's even worse. So this is Geek of the Week's Pull or Pass to explain the segment of this show. You're not even going to play a little, little, when you little get, jingle no, thing? No, there's no jingle. No right. jingle. It's going to be fine, because YouTube's going to have the jingle. So if you want the jingle, go to the YouTube. Go to the YouTube. Go to the YouTube. It's like, no, because it goes, wham, pong, oh, pass. And I thought it would sound like that, but it didn't. Right, no, I'm over this. I'm over it. I'm over it. Now we're right. clean start. This is Geek of the Week's Polar Pass. So explain Polar Pass. When you go into your local comic book store and you pick up an issue, <laughs> let's say let's say you've seen the trailer this week and you want to pick up a Spider-Man issue, you pick up a Spider-Man issue, say it's 1 or 25 or whatever, you go to the cashier and you go, oh, the clerk, I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, this issue with Spider-Man. He's like, oh, do you want to have to see Paul? You're like, Paul, what does this word mean? What is a Paul? 
and basically to explain the poll is it's sort of like a mini subscription but less intense less like we need a direct debit you need to pay every month you need to come in every week and pay blah, 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 and all that hassle instead it's just like a sort of like friendly little thing whenever there's a Spider-Man issue they'll pop it in the back in, behind the desk for you and then when you can come in one week hey what's on my pool this week you say oh well a different Spider-Man issue came out this week a Titans book came out this is all me speaking from personal preference is a Booster Gold wait Booster Gold's back yeah he's back here you go there's an issue for it <gasps> what Booster but yeah so basically what we do is we go through free comics it's typically free comics, sometimes more, and we say whether we'd add him if we saw him, whether we're going to add him to our poll, or we're going to pass on him. Um, now, typically, we say we look at issue ones, but the way DC works, uh, that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just the start of an arc, and a bit of foreshadowing for you there. But first, we are going to start with Invaders One by Marvel, mainly my my dude Chip Zdarsky. What a guy! What did you think of Invaders? Oh, it, it, a few weeks ago, we I can't even remember what comic it was. It, it was, and, and I know um, Gunning for Hits did it last week. I mentioned the different art style being really effective, but now it's becoming a little bit passe. Everywhere mm. seems to be doing it, having two different artists for two different scenes. Yeah, but it was still cool, and it still worked. But I'm a little bit kind of. You know what? I think Less it, impressed I think by it, it. I think it's a comic trope. That it, it, you, it's that become tropey. No, I mean like it has been for a while. Yeah, and that we, still clever, that still good, still works. Yeah, yeah. But I was still a bit. I was like, oh, I've seen this a hundred you, times. You've now. Be, yeah, you've become uh, immune to it. That's the thing as well. There's so many things in comics where at first you see and go, oh, that's a really cool thing to do, and then like you see Everyone's it a lot in like yeah. oh, like door page spreads. Like at first they're like, oh my goodness, this is epic, and then when you see them like every week, you're like <sighs> yeah. It's a bit true. I still get hyped from them. I still get hyped for the whole thing. Like uh, I much I preferred the World War Two two artwork. Yeah, much preferred. Just, it. Yeah, to explain Invaders because I was a bit like uh, when I saw this, I was like, "Chips, oh, this looks pretty cool." It's basically like the World War guys. So it's like Namor, uh, Bucky, Captain America, and the original Human Torch, the Android who yeah, did, who did appear still- in Winter Soldier for a bit. Uh, not Winter yeah. Soldier, First Avenger. There was a little thing for him, and sort of like Namor now's. Um, turning a bit dark and stuff like that he's gonna declare yeah. war on the yeah. land and stuff like that so it's sort of his buddies um, from then the invaders sort of like um, going no this isn't Avengers job because there's a bit with Tony where Cap's like no this isn't an Avengers mission this is an invaders mission which is pretty cool um, yeah I, I sort of dug it um, I don't know man it's just I'm not really invested in um Namor that much which I think yeah, was my, downs- was my I, downside with this I didn't get on great with it I'll be honest with you it wasn't bad but it wasn't good That's, there was some yeah. nice stuff in there like Namor referred to them to referred to humans as bags of water which is yeah, nasty yeah that was horrible was, yeah and I, li- I liked how grim Namor had become but honestly with this title it was it was fine but yeah. I wish we'd Put, wish we'd put Marvel Comics Presents or Jessica Jones Purple Baby on instead of this because this 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 was a pass for me. I'm yeah, afraid. no, it was a pass for me too, and it's it's harsh to do it because I wanted to read something by. It's Chip, a nice concept. I wanted to read something by Chip Zdarsky, which wasn't something I already liked because he's written he's wrote like um, two in one, and I already sort of like the Fantastic Four. Obviously, he wrote Spider Man. Love Spider Man. And he's wrote like Jughead and stuff like that, and it's stuff that I've always had like an interest in. And then he writes it great, so maybe. So I just wanted. So the writing was solid. So I'm just like, oh no, Chip Zdarsky still got it. It's just something I particularly wasn't interested in. Um, Fair enough. Which is, you know, unfortunate. Now, 
this is what we were talking about before with DC. So what DC do is, uh, Marvel like to start over again and do ones, a lot of ones. DC just reset the universe and um, they just carry on going, just keep big numbers. So this is Titans 33. Pretty good working with the Titans on Netflix. Eh? We've yeah, managed yeah. it well. Nice. But this is the start of a new story arc. Um, interestingly enough, Titans uh, was on my pull while I was at university. Then I went to America, got comicsology, and it sort of rained off my pull. So this, for me, was like, do I want this back on my pull? Right. What was your opinion of the Titans book, though, before had, I go into had it? Had a hell of a cover, didn't it? That cover, yeah, I was, was like, oh, hello. On it. Yeah, yeah. So that was a nice start. And the comparing it to Young Justice last week. Yeah, yeah. Preferred Young Justice, I'm afraid. That's what I mean. Well, the, the thing is, for me, it's the team. That um, mm. I preferred the Young Justice team, and I preferred the so this uh, it was, book, it was fun, this though. book started in 2016, and I talked about this with our review of the year when I was talking about my old pull Titans. I loved the start of Titans because a big thing in Rebirth was Wally West returning, and he'd returned to the Titans, and Titans was an important book, and now it's less and less so. And the original team from that series is barely there, and they've ma- took some characters from the Teen Titans book, which is pretty cool. Like I did like. I do like the new members, but it's just weird seeing them as a team. I've not seen the new Steel. I liked her. Yeah, yeah she, she was cool. That was cool. Like, and seeing like Raven and stuff. Like, it was co- it was cool, but I guess it wasn't the Titans that like I I really I, really. Enjoyed. I almost feel. And it, yeah, I did enjoy Young Justice more, which is weird. I almost feel that by watching the Titans TV show and its gritty darkness and getting really into that. That this was a step down this was a watered yeah. down version of that and I, I know that you should always read the book first yeah. and this is maybe a case of I read it at the wrong time perhaps well, well I think the thing is as well what they've got to account for is there will be people who watch the Titans thingy and then they'll see a Titans book and they'll want to read that so which yeah. is why I don't get why they don't they didn't stick with the annoying thing was it looked like they were going to cancel like Titans was like I said the big thing then the, there was a story with the Justice League where Justice League were like oh we don't want Titans to happen anymore and it was looked like they were going to cancel Titans then they did stuff with um, the Justice League where they involved loads of different characters apart from the Titans characters and it felt like they were ignoring them but then the t- main Titans characters are now being big poles in, big parts in Heroes in Crisis so right yeah, just miss the original. I just missed the team from the there start. Was, there was a cheeky Dungeons and Dragons reference, no, which was, made no. me smile. No, I did like that. No, that, the, oh sorry, I finish. did like that. I, I thought that that book. was right. Yeah, it was good. Now the last book is a bit of a shoddy one. I'm not going to lie. I can't even remember the full title. It was an Avatar book, anyway. Avatar by Dark Sute's Path. Yeah, and it, it takes place during the same time as the film, and I'll be honest, this film came out like a while, like maybe 10 years ago. I've I not seen the film. Remember, I can't remember the film. I've not seen the film. Interestingly enough, the sequels are coming out, like James Cameron filmed three of them back-to-back, and apparently two and three are like ready to go or whatever, mm. but not invested. It, I couldn't even remember like half the characters. The art was pretty, but the reality is 99% of the time you should read the book before the film. In this case, nah. no. No, well, it was supposed to add for the film, wasn't it? And supposed to, oh, look, you're getting to know more of this world before they go into more films and stuff like that. And it's just... The thing with Avatar was, it's the highest grossing... It annoys me that it's the highest grossing film. And it's all because it's a gimmick film. It was all because of the 3D. It wasn't because of the quality. So, yeah. Mm. Then that's a pass as well. Oh, mate, yeah, I'm three devil, passes. That's three passes. Three passes for me, too. Sad times, man. But we're interested to see what you all think. Uh, if you read any of these books, were they were they a pull? Were they a pass for you? If you've not read them and you hear our opinions, what would you think? Would you go? Actually, no, I'm going to pull it despite what you say. Or oh no, I probably agree. I'd pass. 
And what did you pull this week? What comments did you pull? Like we say, we're on the Facebook, get Twitter, social, all of them, and Tumblr, <laughs> and Tumblr. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for us now this week, guys. Yeah, we made it all, all three segments in. Just. It's been an almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.